Have you ever wondered why anyone drinks Malort? Or if there are actually lobsters in the Chicago River? Then listen to the Curious City podcast, where we answer all your questions about Chicago and the region. WBEZ's Curious City is part of the NPR network and available wherever you find your podcasts. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Amazon, Amazon, Amazon. While it may seem like Amazon has always been around, the juggernaut's foray into the grocery store business is relatively new. The tech giant bought Whole Foods just four years ago. In 2018, the first Amazon Go convenience store opened. And next week, the company will open its sixth grocery store in Morton Grove, Illinois, under the brand Amazon Fresh. So how might this impact already struggling local grocery chains? Let's ask David Bishop. He's a partner and lead researcher at Brick Meets Click, which helps grocery retailers navigate the digital age. And David knows what many experts and people suspect. Amazon really wants to be, you know, the gateway for delivering everything to the household. I mean, that was the vision long ago of Jeff Bezos. So as we look at grocery, it's really an extension of that long-term vision just continuing to come to fruition. And what we're seeing most recently with the expansion into the physical stores is just a reflection of that. So this move into the grocery store market isn't so much a passion project, more so a business opportunity. Yeah, I, I think, you know, you need to remember that, uh, you know, the way Amazon is approaching the grocery business is not reflective of the way a grocery retailer would approach the grocery business. You know, the physical retail footprint of Amazon today contributes less than 5% of their enterprise sales. Obviously, the reason they're doing it is to sell more groceries, but also to maintain its relevance and role within the household, which it's increasingly be able to do as it's expanding into other areas, including uh, prescriptions most recently. So, you know, the view of Amazon and the role that grocery plays to Amazon is a little different than the way most people think about it. So with all this expansion, what would you say, David, to people who feel like Amazon's just taking over the world? Well, I mean, they're, they're taking um, advantage of opportunities that are available in the market. I mean, when you look at the Amazon Fresh stores that are opening, as you mentioned in the setup to this uh, segment, there's about five stores currently open in the Chicagoland market. And really, they're positioned to better serve the middle market. And by that, I mean going up head-to-head with more of the conventional grocers, those like uh, Mariano's and Jewel in particular. And I think it's a reflection of just where those retailers have been performing or lacking um, in performance in recent years that has created the opportunity for Amazon. So what are some of the challenges that Amazon faces with the the same-day grocery delivery? Well, I mean, grocery delivery is the most expensive way to fulfill a grocery order for a household. I mean, before uh, people went online, they did their own shopping. That self-serve model has been the bellwether for grocers around the country and for most households up until recently. COVID has changed the way we buy our groceries and it's forcing uh, retailers and companies to change how they sell it. So as Amazon moves into grocery delivery, it is kind of uh, filled with a lot of challenges, but at the same time, a lot of the appeal that Amazon has from its ship-to-home business is carrying over into the delivery aspects of the grocery service model. I see. Well, for those listening, David, who aren't familiar, tell us how exactly the Amazon Fresh grocery stores work. Yeah. 
So these stores range between 25 and 45,000 square feet. The average is 35,000. So put that in comparison to a traditional conventional grocery store like a, a Jewel or a Mariano's that are anywhere from 48 to 90,000 square feet. You know, they're considerably smaller. At the same time, when you go into the store, they offer the same range of assortment, but a, a curated level that typically is half, if not maybe 40% of what you would find in your conventional grocery store. It's not to say you will notice a difference in the assortment um, because it's carefully curated and primarily that reduction has come in the center store where we had a proliferation of options before. Mm -hmm. Um, It's pricing today, if we were looking at the Schomburg store, which is what we've been monitoring for the last nine months since it opened in late January, its prices on a weighted average basket are about 10% on average higher than Walmart, but 15% lower than Jewel. So if you're a Jewel customer and you're looking for alternatives and price is a consideration and this is a convenient location, it's going to be very appealing. And we can see that in some of the crossover traffic, that Jewel in Schaumburg um, is heavily cross-shopped by the, the Amazon Fresh customer. And if we look at other markets, we can see also where Amazon Fresh is placed. Uh, they're driving primarily a lot of cross-shopping away from those conventional grocers that are typically priced 10 to 15% higher than where they are currently. I have a bunch of follow-ups for you, David. First of all, you, you mentioned carefully curated. Does that mean fewer options? Well, you know, it's all on the eye of the beholder. Let me give you an example. If you go into the mouthwash section of their store, they may carry 40% of what you would find in the local Chicago Mariano's or Jewel. Now, on the face of it, you may say, wow, 40%. That seems like a, a drastic reduction. It really only becomes perceivable to you or me, frankly, if the product that you typically buy, in my case, the zero alcohol mouthwash, isn't present. Um, And in that case, it wasn't present. Now, that may be a reflection that the market doesn't have high demand, and Amazon's reflecting that. But that was really the only way I could perceive a change. The same thing if you look at ketchup, for instance. You may have 50% of the assortment, but you won't really perceive that it's dramatically that much lower unless you're looking for a really niche or specialty item that you come to appreciate and prefer. Mm -hmm. So they've been very smart about how they've done it. Um, You will not see that type of assortment contraction in the fresh departments like produce or in meat or in the dairy. Mm -hmm. So they'll carry about 90% of the typical assortment someone has in eggs. But again, eggs, there's only about 20 unique items that are sold in the conventional grocery store. So that just means they carry maybe two or three fewer options. So Unless your favorite or preferred products aren't available, you're unlikely as a typical shopper to perceive that level of difference in their assortment. Gotcha. The Westmont and Morton Grove locations that have opened, they have uh, Just Walk Out technology. What's that? Well, so Just Walk Out in uh, Westmont is where they're now using a scan-in application to record shoppers who are coming into the store. Uh, It's important to call out that you don't have to use that option if you're going to the store. However, if you do have interest in that option and it's attractive to you, and the primary reason it would be attractive to you is that Just Walk Out proposition 
has the promise of allowing you to save time by avoiding the wait time associated with checking out. So in order for you to use it, if you were attracted to it, you need to be a Prime member. So it's available to anyone to use. However, the hook is you need to be a Prime member. So as you go through that, the proposition is it will record all your purchases in real time. So you take an item off the shelf, it will record that you've taken that item. Uh, If you put it back, it will credit your digital wallet, so to speak. And then when you're ready to check out, you just scan your application on your mobile phone again, and you walk out, and then they will transmit a receipt to you uh, sometime later. It depends on the size of the basket and whether there needs to be a, a manual review of what was in the, uh, the basket. So that just walk out is an appeal that is plain to those who really don't find shopping in a grocery store. Uh, an enjoyable experience, mm-hmm. and trying to remove one of the largest sources of friction, which is you know waiting at the checkout to you know complete your order. Uh, David, I can't help but notice that that all of these locations are in the suburbs, yet there are so many neighborhoods in Chicago that don't have enough grocery stores, like in West Garfield Park, for instance. And Aldi just recently closed, and it left the neighborhood without healthy grocery store alternatives. So, what do you make of Amazon's choice to open these stores in the suburbs? Well, again, I think Amazon is is approaching where they're placing or positioning these stores based on a a different view. First and foremost, they know where all the households are that are their customers. And if we were looking at that, we would know about 50 to 60 percent of U.S. households buy from Amazon. However, only a subset of them are prime members. So in one rationale, the positioning of these stores is intended to make uh, the Prime membership more attractive by bundling in features of the grocery program that people want to use. So if you want to shop online with Amazon Fresh for pickup or delivery, you need to become a Prime member. If you do find the allure of skipping the checkout line and you'd like to use their Just Walkout technology, well, then you need to become a member. So as Amazon looks at that, these stores are positioned in markets where they have an opportunity to convert more of their customers to Prime members, but also at the same time, they look at these not only as uh, supermarkets, but as forward-deployed fulfillment centers. Mm -hmm. Uh, And one key aspect that is actually a destination of these stores, unlike most grocery stores, is their customer service uh, drop-off and return which is highlighted really in very colorful uh, terms when you go into the store. It's almost impossible to miss in the sea of black this orange corner, which is what they're showcasing for product returns that you've ordered online and you can drop off free of charge. Or conversely, also get your packages delivered to the store and picked up using one of their locker systems. Do you think that these local chains will be driven out of business or do you anticipate that these other grocery stores are going to have to start to implement things like Amazon, like the just walkout technology, for instance, or membership perks? Yeah, I think first and foremost, the regional or local uh, grocers have to, you know, improve their game. They need to improve their customer service, which is really where they stand out. Uh, Their customer service comes in in the friendly, uh, helpful employees, as well as the local products that are available in those stores, whether you're an ethnic retailer or just a, an independent retailer. You understand your market better than a larger corporation. 
to the extent of moving into the technology, this is a very expensive endeavor that few retailers outside of Amazon, maybe Walmart, and a few others could really invest in. So for those other grocers, while they need to be online and competing for grocery uh, delivery and pickup orders, the idea of moving all this way is really probably not necessary at this point so long as they're focusing on really the things that make them different, which is the connection to the local community, the excellence in their customer service, and having a name with a face. Uh, when you go to an Amazon Fresh store, they tend to be more transactional. They're designed for that quick trip where you're on your way home, you need to pick up a few items, and you want to get in and out quickly. It's not necessarily the inspirational shopping experience you would see that a local grocer like a Mariano's, for instance. Right. So I think you need to kind of really focus on your strengths and really who your customers are and what they value from you. Because if you try to compete with them on price or technology, you're really playing to the strengths of Amazon, and that's going to be a much harder battle to win. It's certainly an interesting move that we'll have to keep our eye on. That's David Bishop, partner and lead researcher at Brick Meets Click. Thanks for joining us, David. Well, that's it for today's Reset. We'll continue to track this story as Amazon grocery stores continue to grow. So follow this trend with us. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. And while you're at it, give us a rating. It helps listeners find us. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening, and we'll meet again tomorrow. Do you need a break from the news? Well, my friend, Nerdette Podcast is here for you. Our show is all about delight. We laugh about what's happening in pop culture and feature thoughtful interviews with fascinating people. We even have a monthly book club that you can participate in. I could just go on and on about it. I loved this book. It was an experience, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I discovered authors I had never heard of, and I'm really happy that I did. Come hang out with us. Listen to Nerdette wherever you get your podcasts.